Welcome to Get Up in the Cool, old-time music with Cameron DeWitt and friends. This week's friend is Bill Harlow. We recorded this about a week and a half ago at the Fiddler's Festival in Weezer, Idaho. I have an important announcement for all my Pacific Northwestern listeners. I'm teaching intermediate and advanced claw hammer banjo at Janie's Jumpstart Camp this November in Portland, Oregon, and I would love to hang out with you that weekend and play tunes. And if you don't need claw hammer lessons, come study fiddle with Jane Rothfield, beginner banjo with Shona Carr, or guitar old-time songs and flat footing with Charmaine Slavin, some of my all-time favorite Get Up in the Cool guests. You can sign up at janiesjumpstart.com or follow the link in the show notes I hope to see you there. I want to thank Elderly Instruments in Lansing, Michigan for sharing Get Up in the Cool online with their customers and increasing the reach of the show. Next time you need an instrument upgrade or new music gear, visit their online store at elderly.com. Stick around afterwards and I'll tell you how you can keep up with this week's guest. But first, here's my interview and jam with Bill Harlow. Enjoy. to get up in the cool. Thank you. Thanks for giving your a uh, little bit of your Weezer evening up to do this. Yeah, my pleasure. Yeah. Um, so I met you last night. No, two nights ago. Two nights ago. Two nights ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, we were jamming with Amy and Jue. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, Amy, Amy was playing slow songs, <laughs> slow tunes, which is great. And she was a little bit getting on my case for playing too fast. <laughs> oh, that was before I got <laughs> and there. And then you came, and I was like, yes! <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so I was... <laughs> That was a good first impression. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like to play fast. Yeah, dude. And I know, like, especially at festivals, people get irritated sometimes if they're trying to learn tunes. Uh -huh. just, but, yeah, I mean, you might as well have fun while you're yeah. doing it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, you live in Alaska, yeah. slash also kind of in Portland? No, I uh, my house is in Alaska, and okay. I've been there for six years. So, But I'm a teacher, so summertime I come down and visit friends in Great. Portland. Yeah. yeah. Cool. That's less itinerant than you made it sort of sound the other the other night. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah I mean, I like in the summer, I just go to all the festivals and, and bouncing yeah. around, but I have a, yeah, a steady good. existence cool. in, in Alaska. What do, you, what do you teach in Alaska? Uh, I teach high school English in a like small village up in the Arctic, and then this year I started teaching music and filmmaking as well. Cool. So, yeah, it's like the best job. Yeah. Is it a small school? Um, like, how big is there's it? There's, like, maybe 200 kids, but it's, like, preschool through 12th yes, grade. Yes, so yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Small. Yeah, small enough that, like, if you have other skills other than English teaching, it makes sense for you to teach them yeah. as well. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, so the music class has been fun. I don't have any old-time fiddlers yet. I've been trying. Yeah. But I had, like, two classical violin students, a ukulele player, pianist and a bunch of guitar players so yeah. <laughs> I've been like having to learn all of those instruments in order to be able to teach them or stay one step ahead of the kids so that's been fun what's the name of the village uh Tikiuk or Point Hope it would be the English name Tikiuk or is that what you said yeah yeah or Point Hope Point Hope yeah yeah cool does anybody else uh play this music there no. So, <laughs> yeah, so I, you kind of got to grow by your yourself. own. Yeah. yeah, and I'll, like, I mean, like, uh, I might, like, record myself playing, like, backing tracks so I can kind of be, like, a player of the <laughs> yeah. band. So I'll just go on, like, GarageBand and put down the guitar track and then put down the banjo track. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're not, like, serious recordings for release or anything, but it's a fun way to yeah. keep my chops up. Yeah. So, I mean, hopefully, I mean, if you're doing this job for a while, hopefully soon you'll have a band. <laughs> if well, you're I have a rock band. Well, I mean, yeah. we do, like, Metallica and okay, CDC cool. and stuff, which cool. is fun, yeah. like, in its own way, but it's not old time. <laughs> I was just saying, like, maybe, like, if you do this job long enough, then you'll, like, grow a band. <laughs> and yeah, then you'll just yeah, 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 that, that's the dream, but yeah. none of the violin students have taken the bait yet. Okay. You know, I'll be like, you, want, you sure you don't want to learn Arkansas Traveler? No, Partitas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Seriously, it's funny. Cool. I wouldn't okay. expect good that, for that. But yeah. Uh, is fiddle your first instrument? No. So my first instrument was clarinet, um, which I started in like fourth grade because I had my grandpa was real musical. He was like a Dixieland clarinet player and um, cool. Also uh, played like in orchestras and stuff. So. I learned clarinet and then... Were you specifically like, I want to play clarinet like my cool jazzy grandpa? No, I think my mom was specifically like, I'm going to make okay. you play clarinet great, great. like okay. my cool dad. Yeah. Okay. Um, gotcha. And then uh, I think once high school rolled around, I realized that playing clarinet in the orchestra wasn't very cool. So okay. I... <laughs> I mean, I kept doing it anyway, but I also learned guitar because I... You wanted to 
play Metallica? <laughs> uh, not like Metallica, but I like classic yeah. rock. Yeah. Okay, so cool, cool. and then yeah. uh, we were living in Chicago at that time too, so I like blues. So I would like yeah. play blues guitar and Jimi Hendrix and Led Zeppelin and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But old time, well, Orb was still well down the road. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. So when when did you first? Uh, hear like this kind of traditional music or string band music uh so that's actually there's two instances so uh i went to college in new york and i didn't wasn't into bluegrass at that time but i somehow acquired a banjo um and they used to have these like bluegrass jams at the baggage inn in new york which i don't know if they happen anymore and they would have old time in the front which i would just walk right by because uh-huh. i wanted to <laughs> hear yeah. the bluegrass yeah um and so I started taking three-finger banjo lessons from a guy in New York whose name, unfortunately, I don't remember right now. Um, so I got, like, I learned all, like, the Scruggs rolls and this or that. Yeah. Um, and then that was kind of on the back burner um, for a while. And then when I moved to Portland, I wanted to play bluegrass, but there weren't any kids my age playing bluegrass. But there were a lot of kids playing old time. Yeah. So I was like, well, I guess I'll learn... All the cool kids are... <laughs> <Lyra or laughs> playing banjo, so I can have some friends that... <laughs> play music um so it was literally just like a social concession you were making at least that's yeah, how it started I, mean, I was like like kind of like th- like theoretically interested in the idea of the clawhammer banjo but i didn't like know anything about the music at all you know i mean i'd heard fiddle tunes but it wasn't like a huge passion i had yeah and then my banjo teacher that i was learning clawhammer from was in a band with um lynn piper and sally jablonski and laura quigley who are most of them are here. Hmm. Um, and so I just started to go see their band and then was like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. And so by that point, I kind of figured out Clawhammer Banjo enough to where I could not do it tremendously, but could do it. So I started learning the fiddle because I was just like, this this is what I want to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so it actually turned into, you were con- converted do you play bluegrass anymore yeah i, I yeah. mean i can still play three finger banjo and i actually do that a lot in old time instead of yeah. clawhammer because it's fun um and i could go to a bluegrass jam and sing songs and sure. take breaks and all of that yeah. but yeah old time's primarily my area that i focus on and Great. have been for the last couple of years yeah i love the uh the bluegrass to old time pipeline. <laughs> yeah, you would think they it would all, go the other way. Yeah, but, they find yeah. their way here. <laughs> uh, what do you want to play next? Uh, let's do that. Uh, walking up Georgia Row. Oh, I guess for, uh, for the record, what did we just play? Oh yeah, we should talk uh, about that. That was Molly put the kettle on, um, and I think it's a Midwest tune from Bob Holt. I'm pretty sure, and it doesn't sound like any of the other Molly put the kettle ons. Yeah, you can kind of. You could kind of force it in there, like the words, like hypothetically. Yeah. A little bit, but. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. It's not like the skillet liquors. No, or, or like, yeah. Round Peak or anything yeah. else. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, so that was. Well, I put the kettle on, and this will be Walking Up Georgia Row. Great. And I don't know what the source is for this, but I heard it on a Rich Hartness tape, and I really liked it, so. Thanks, Rich. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, Rich. <laughs> Thank you. 
have George Rowe. Very good. Let me get to G real quick. Okay. What do you want to play next? Uh, let's play... Well, now you got me confused in the title, but I think it's Sal Won't You Marry Me. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> From Via Melvin Wine. The rhetorical question. Yeah. Great. Cool. Yeah. I feel like you really rewired my brain for that tune. <laughs> oh, just playing it that way. Yeah, uh, I mean, well, first of all, I, I played in a reversed order, order. But that high part, when you play it twice in a row, like I had always thought of the dee da da at the end, like as the end of the high part. Yeah. 
And when you do it that way, it it feels like a totally square tune. Is it square? I don't know. I yeah, I don't. I have no idea what tunes are crooked and what aren't. Until yeah. I try and play on them on the guitar, and then I figure it out. Anyway, yeah, I feel like you taught me something about the tune that I hadn't. You just like put it on its end, and now I understand it in a new way. Hopefully, in a way that'll allow me to continue to play. It. Yeah, that's one of my favorite tunes, though. It's so yeah. sweet. So, uh, you started playing old time music in. Portland. In Portland, because yeah. all the kids were playing it. Because all the kids were playing it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, who did you start learning from? I know you were taking like bluegrass lessons in yeah, New York. In New York. Were you taking that. lessons in uh, in yeah, Portland? So or? for Clawhammer, which is how I got into old time. Accidentally, I was taking lessons from a guy named Kurt Alsobrook. Um, and there's another great banjo player, Corey Goldman, um, who was in Portland at the time. That I learned some claw hammer from. I don't think either of them really go to festivals much anymore. Um, and then for fiddle, I took lessons with Sally Jablonski because I'd seen her play with Rabbit yeah. Foot. Yeah. Um, and then just from going to those, I started meeting um, some other people like Sophie Vitels and yeah. Maggie Lind and yeah. Gabrielle McRae just moved back to town from the East Coast. Um, and so I just took like as many lessons as I could with. Uh, Pretty much everybody, because I wanted to learn all the tunes yeah. immediately. Um, what What were you doing with when you weren't playing old time music at this point in your life? You keep saying kids, but I imagine you mean young adults. Like, yeah, yeah. Were yeah. you at like post college at that point? Yeah. Or? So I would have been like in my probably mid twenties, early mid twenties. Were you like teaching in high schools then too? No, I, you, I I went to teaching later uh, in Portland. I. Um, did like some after school stuff, but my main job was um, working with adults with developmental disabilities. I yeah. did like a wood shop with them. Oh, cool. Yeah, cool. so we'd make like bat houses and whatever, I'm just like, uh, yeah, like wondering, like, uh, it sounds like you're investing so much time into old time music. And I was like, yeah, I was driving my housemates at the time crazy. And the joke yeah. was uh, my roommate had been like, when I was learning banjo, can't you learn like a melody instrument? Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. so the joke was on him because <laughs> he had to listen to the first two years of just horrid oh, fiddle noises. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, he made me practice in the basement and I'd try and be considerate when yeah. nobody else is home. So, did you go from there straight to Alaska? Yeah, I was in Portland five years. And so, then, that was enough time for you to get your like old time repertoire and vocabulary sort of together before yeah, you and I and in hindsight was just really lucky to be in a place where there were so many good fiddlers and so I feel like I sort of like learned like a lot of the sort of bow tricks and like w what like fiddlers to listen to and all that so I feel like I had a huge head start yeah. over a lot of people um and then, yeah, I just was spending two or three hours a day yeah. learning tunes. You know, I'd be like, oh, I learned five tunes, you know, in the last, like, two days or whatever. And now I don't <laughs> do that <laughs> yeah. anymore. Uh, but, yeah. Mm. I don't know. But it is fun to go to festivals and watch other people going through that yeah. phase where they're yes. just like, I want to know all the tunes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I went through the same thing. <laughs> there was a while when I was just transcribing like source recordings and then I realized that no one actually wants to learn like tunes from a banjo player <laughs> and so I stopped oh yeah <laughs> like actually writing them out yeah I was just getting like really yeah really in deep about it. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, we have two tunes left. Uh, which yeah. one do you want to do next? Um, why don't we do Saddle Up the Gray? Great. Yeah, let's do Saddle Up the Gray. Are there words to this? Uh, like, yeah, I don't know them, and it's also in G-Dab, but I just play it in standard because well, I'm too lazy to retune. <laughs> Banjo's figuring out how it feels uh, in festival season. Yeah, this is a new head, day. and it's like this is its first like skinhead. Yeah, yeah, it's, its first summer. We'll see. Thank you. 
Huh. Crickets are out. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, it's really bizarre here because we're right over the time zone change, and so it gets dark at like I think I think that all the light was gone at eleven last night. Is that yeah? <laughs> bizarre place <laughs> yeah it's I mean and I'm coming down from 24 hour sunlight too so <laughs> it's like yeah I don't I don't this is you're you. that you're that far up that like yeah I'm about oh my the Arctic God. circle so it's like uh, winter time there's a month of no sun and then summertime there's huh. a month of complete <laughs> sun wow yeah that is I, I always know that that was a thing, but I don't think I've ever met anyone who actually lives in those conditions. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's That's not a whole nuts. lot of old-time players. I mean, there's a pretty good Alaska, like, old-time bluegrass scene in Anchorage. Yeah, <laughs> but not yeah. in the Arctic. Yeah, not, not so much where I live, yeah. yeah. We have one team left. Uh, oh, yeah. Once again, thanks so much for, yeah, taking a little time to, like do something that was a little closer to rehearsal and like official stuff oh, instead no, of yeah. just jamming no, and drinking, just, you know? Yeah, so, for sure. Thanks, man. Yeah, no worries. Um, yeah, last tune is Roaring River. Roaring River. Yeah. Cool. And I think I learned this one from Sally, who probably got it from the Canote Brothers. I don't know yeah. <laughs> where they would have got it from, but...
Don't forget to sign up for Janie's Jumpstart Camp in Portland. You can register at janiesjumpstart.com or follow the link in the show notes. Thanks again to Elderly Instruments for sharing the show on social media. You can visit their online store at elderly.com. If you want to hang out with me twice a week, I have another podcast called Think Outside the Box Set. You can find that wherever you get your podcasts. That's all for now, friends. Thanks for listening. Come back same time next week to get up in the cool. 